Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's Santa's Day on 630 Chat, inspired by a simple wish to see every child receive a new toy at Christmas. With your help, we can make that wish come true. Donate to 630 Chat Santa's Anonymous now. You can call 587-855-1821 or visit santasanonymous.ca. You can help bring Christmas to more than 20,000 children in need by donating today. Phone bank volunteers are sticking around late for Oilers Now listeners. Just before uh, we go to John Shannon, want to tell you Royal Pizza, Pizza Past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated 50 plus years. And you can get a $10 bonus for every $50 gift card purchased until December the 31st at RoyalPizza.ca. This text comes in from Gio. He says, Bob, I'm seeing more stops and starts in the D zone, less loops. Chris knows how to teach zone D. Another thing is the order is scoring more off a of face-off play, something that you need in playoffs in tight games. There you have it. That comes to us from Gio. On the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and four... Legacy Heating and Cooling, we bring aboard our NHL insider, John Shannon. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Hello, John. How are you? Great, Bob. You? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Uh, What did you think of some of the news that came out of uh, the Board of Governors meetings? Uh, The cap at 87.7. I think we thought that was going to kind of be the range. Obviously, a positive side. Uh, where are we at in terms of, you know, the potential of uh, NHL players and upcoming Olympic Games and maybe a one-off, somewhat World Cup-esque version of a, uh, you know, non, non-Olympic non year yeah. event for hockey? What do you think of all this stuff? Well, I, I mean, all this uh, stuff about Olympic. I mean, I think we're going to the Olympics. Uh, this was part of the uh, the agreement made... Uh, with the Players Association by the NHL um, in order to get that extension during COVID, Bob. Uh, And that included the Italian Olympics in 2026, if if all the ducks in a row. And and all the ducks will be in a row. Uh, uh, My friend, Mr. Bettman, who's, who's done a marvelous job in all this, the whole concept of... Well, the arena's not built. That's the, the arena has to be built. Whether there's NHL players there or not, there's got to be an arena. So let's not worry about that. Let's let the Italians worry about that. Um, I, you know, there are continuing meetings. There's more meetings this month in New York with the Federation, with the Players Association, with the National Hockey League uh, to solve all the logistic issues, the insurance issues. So we're going to the Olympics. Uh, the question then becomes is whether the Russians, in name or not in name, are going to be there. That's going to be the other question. And as far as the uh, the 2025 Four Nations Cup, Canada, United States, Finland, and Sweden, that's a placeholder that they want to put in place so that when we get back to uh, reality and we can have a World Cup 
uh, in its entirety with eight teams. We will be doing that in 2028. John Shannon joining us for Legacy Heating and Cooling. An Oilers story evolved, uh, and we've had Ken Holland on the show. Ironically enough, we've had Frank Saravalli as well on today's edition of Oilers Now. That was around Philip Broberg. What's your take yeah. on the Philip Broberg situation, John? Uh, well, I mean, I think you have to take Kenny at his word. He's n- not given anybody permission um, to uh, uh, to talk trade or talk movement. It's much different than, say, what uh, has happened in Vancouver with uh, Connor Garland, who has been given permission to discuss a trade and a movement with a team or arrange something, and that's uh, Gerald Moldaver has been given that opportunity to do. Um, that said... Uh, if if the agent is doing his job, if, and in, in this case it's Darren Ferris, who's a very aggressive agent, uh, Darren Ferris is out fishing himself, talking to teams on a regular basis, as agents always do, saying, well, you know, uh, what do you think of Philip Broberg? Would Broberg fit with you? Would you have any interest in Philip Broberg? And I don't think he's breaking any rules. Um, he's certainly not speaking on behalf of the Edmonton Oilers, but he's just garnering interest there for his client, which is what he's supposed to do. So I, I think there's, you know, if we want to interpret both sides of that, there's there's truth in both sides. That Kenny's not prepared to trade him, but, you know, Darren is trying to see how much interest is in Broberg outside of Edmonton if that eventuality did occur. All right, uh, John, the uh, Edmonton Oilers, meanwhile, are on a five-in-a-row run. Uh, they're averaging 5.2 goals per game. We're not including the goal in the shootout, by the way, in that number. 1.6 goals against per game. They've got a plus-18 real goal differential. They're 43.8% on the power play and 94%, 94.4% on the PK. And Connor McDavid has two goals and 16 points in those five games, and Stuart Skinner has a 943 save percentage. So... <laughs> And the problem is, <laughs> there's no problem. Why is this? Ha- is this just like was? Was this going to happen regardless of whether or not there was a coaching change or not? We're never going to know. Uh, do you think the team looks different when you're when you're watching them play? It's amazing what happens when players are having fun. And Bob, I, I know lots of people are pointing to the third period in Carolina as the catalyst for all this. I think the game in Washington was a much bigger indicator of what was happening. Um, You you know, that power play goal with McDavid to Dreisaitl on the backhand, on the back part of his stick, and then turning the puck over and putting it in the net and pointing to the bench and pointing to Connor Brown. That, to me, was a moment where this team realized life is okay again. We can have fun and play hockey again. Um, this is, and you have sat with Chris as I have. I mean, this was a team that was paralyzed, paralyzed by its own words, cup or bust, paralyzed by thinking too much on the ice, paralyzed by trying to do too much. Uh, and what the coaching change did was that shock. Of oh, we've caught and somebody his job. It was a we've shock caught, too. It was a shock to those. Players. It was to them. I know. I, I know that it, it, the shock was. You know, it, it it cost two guys their jobs, 
and then the, and then there is something to be said for the new voices and 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 the new voices are contrastingly different i mean uh, paul coffee is one of the great common sense direct voices i've ever heard in the game and in life that's paul coffee and that's a really really positive for uh, thing for the for the oilers chris knobloch's you know laid back direct approach also works in so many ways and the other thing is that with no preconceived notions he's tried things and i think that he's actually piqued the player's interest by trying different things and so i think that those two things have worked positively you know that that text that you had just as as we started the segment stopping in front of the net oh my god I mean that that obviously just became a new rule in the NHL. You should stop in front of your net. No, but at least they're doing it now. Whereas before they were looping and 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 they, they were doing the ice capades. They weren't doing in the puck from three feet out and putting the puck in the net or keeping the puck out three feet from the net in the defensive zone. It's little common sense stuff, and I think both Knobloch and Coffee have brought some common sense to the dressing room in their discussions with the players. We're joined right now by John Shannon. This doesn't happen without getting stops. They got a goaltender at a 9.43 save percentage last five games. How long can they go now? They don't have any back backs until we go to New York. Ken Holland was on the show, uh, basically inferred that the two goalies on the farm, uh, Olivier Rodrigue and obviously Jack Campbell, were going to split this weekend. Campbell was going to get the Tuesday start, and I'm thinking to myself, well, that would put him in position to be recalled. Uh, potentially when Edmonton goes on the road to New York City and faces their first back-and-back all season, uh, but you're take on what we're seeing out of Stuart Skinner. It's amazing. Um, and and it's, it, the body language is fantastic. You and I did the game last week, Bob, where uh, he made a save, I was going to say 15 minutes into the first period. It was a simple, great glove save um, that you could feel that he had his confidence back. You watch him now use his glove. And you can he, you can see and feel that confidence that he has in his game. Um, and the other thing is is that there's less chaos in front of him, and so he can see the puck. So those two things, confidence and the lack of chaos, have put him in pretty good stead in, in goal. Um, and you're right about the schedule. If this is still a team, by the way, this is still a team. It's two games under 500. Um, I think they have to get to 500. I think, I think they have to get to that watermark in order to really feel that they're yes, a, a competitor. Um, so, you know, they still have big games coming up this week to get there. Um, but if they do that and Skinner plays every second day, heck, that's what he was going to do if they went to the Stanley Cup final that everybody predicted they were going to do. So, heck, let him play Let him play every second day until the back-to-back. John, the Edmonton Oilers' first five games of this homestand are against teams that are in the bottom eight of save percentage in the National Hockey League. And first, the first two games are against the teams that are last and second last, Carolina, and then, uh, well, they get New Jersey, they get Minnesota in between, right. but they're a bottom eight team. Tampa Bay is a bottom eight team, and Chicago is a bottom eight team. Sh- yeah. T- Tampa's got Vasilevsky back, but they're not the same Tampa Bay team. There's opportunities there for the Oilers. Thank oh, you. Well, Go last ahead. I checked, that last I checked, there was a two nothing Oiler lead that they blew in Tampa. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that, there's no obstacle that this team can't 
can't beat now, in my opinion. John, great stuff. I know Reid will have you on tomorrow on the uh, Face-Off show. Thank you for joining us. Talk to you soon. 6.45 in Edmonton. Speaking of Reed, Reed Wilkins, Brendan Escott will join us in our next segment. Is uh, We'll get to this day in Oilers history, and uh, we'll do a crossover with Reed. 6.46, you're listening to Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Kellen Kennedy, Reed Wilkins has joined us in studio. Hello, Reed. Yeah, Bob, good to see you. All right, well, wait, 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 wait a sec here. Let's turn that one up. Are you on the right? You're in the center, Mike. Center, Mike, yep. Thanks. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. So, what a difference. Uh, you were telling me the stat, uh, the four games after well, the Heritage Classic. Bring it. Bring yeah, it, it was either 4.6 or 4.8. That was the Oilers' shooting percentage in the four-game losing streak after the Heritage Classic. So that included the loss to Dallas. 49 shots where on they, <laughs> Where they were all over them in the third period. Yeah. Uh, what other losses were in there? Well, the Rangers shut out. They didn't play that great. They were but, but they had a, the other three games, they had a lot of chances. So... I'm not saying I knew they were going to win five in a row, but I thought, okay, the, the shooting percentage has to go up. All right, so there were numbers there. We have people texting the show saying the organization should have been more patient with Whitcroft. This was inevitable. Well, that's entirely an argument that I would listen to. Yeah, you can make because... that <laughs> But So the question is, are they playing differently? With Knobloch. Do they appear to be playing differently with Knobloch? Well, I, I think we talked about this yesterday. The, the PK is better. Way better. The PK is no doubt better. Uh, it, it was it was you, right? You know, on the face-off show yesterday, you talked about the three specific forward pairs out yeah. there, guys embracing that, taking pride in it. So I think that's different. Uh, I think that they're owning the middle of the ice a little bit better. Well, they're certainly and, transitioning out of the middle of the ice. Yeah, so I think that's, that's, uh, that's maybe a little bit different. And then... In Woody's defense, they've just gotten back to doing a lot of things they did well last year when he was the coach. I mean, backtracking, yeah. forwards collapsing, clear, helping to clear rebounds, helping to just disrupt plays in front of their own net. So I think there have been some subtle changes under Knobloch. I think he's been also patient in how he's putting them in. Yeah. And I think he was he took advantage of those three practice days. 100%. I know you have Matthew Savoy on yeah. uh, tonight's uh, Inside Sports Edition. What else you got shaking? Oh, Jack's on. Oh, how, how can I forget about Jack? Well, we don't see him as much anymore. No, we well, don't. We see him. He's not on Chet as much anymore. No, but we still love him. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. We love you, Jack. We're going to talk. In, in uh, he's, own... he's, honestly, is he listening right now? No. Probably not. Uh, but, but I want to talk to Jack, too, about his sports experience on the weekend. Yes. Because that's pretty cool. Because he, he did four he LA games in two days. I think two NBA, both teams. and His beloved Browns against. The Browns against the Rams and the Kings. I don't remember who the Kings played, but they played somebody. And they beat them. Uh, the Kings are beating everybody. Yes. So that's pretty cool. I, in LA, I have been to a Lakers game. I went to a Lakers game in Kobe's last season. And they were horrible. <laughs> they did not have a good team. They lost to the Bulls by about 15 points, but Chicago was up 12 points early and then just sort of managed a double-digit lead the rest of the game. And I've been, and then on different trips, I've been to both Dodger Stadium and is it Angel Stadium? Or does it have a sponsor? Scott, do you I remember? Think it's Angel Stadium. Or is it Angel of Angel Anaheim. Stadium? Angel Stadium of, of Anaheim. Anaheim. Yes, because Anaheim has to point out that it's so, different than LA. So I had the 19, in 2000, and uh, Auchenberg was on the team because that's when I found out that he got busted for the pot. Uh, tested over the, the, the one year, that, so it was 0405. 
We're sitting there in a conference call with Hughes Sports, and I tell Mark McGregor, you cannot test student-athletes for pot. Are you crazy in an NHL lockout year? The only stories you're possibly going to get are how many student-athletes. Now the thing's bloody well legalized today. You can smoke it all you want now, right? So anyways, we're on that trip. Jack Cookson from Pro-Am Sports and Ken Nichols, Cal, son of myself. We saw the Lakers on Friday night. We saw USC and UCLA Saturday in the Rose Bowl, and we saw the Chargers uh, and the Broncos. Uh, Drew Brees was still with the Chargers then, and the Broncos had Jake Plummer. So, the, so you went, the, you went, you went to San Diego for that. I went one. to San Diego yeah. for that one. Yeah, with like a bunch of guys with Coach and Drew Shamahorn in the gang. Oh yeah, Coach is no longer with us. He was a great guy, all part of Drew's crew. So we had an awesome trip. Well, I want to, and I, I, that's a, that is a good trip, and I want to hear more about SoFi Stadium. Okay, well Jack says it's awesome. Yeah, because so we'll you have not been to that one, right? No, I've not. Uh, we are going to do this. We got to get to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. We've sold out the Nashville trip to start the season. We've sold out the Montreal trip, which is in January. We're going to announce a new Oilers road trip shortly. We're going to go back to this day in 2010 on one of my favorite players scored a goal. Here's Brendan. Yeah, Ryan Jones and Dustin Penner each scoring for the Oilers, but they fall 3-2 in a shootout to the Anaheim Ducks at Rexall Place. The shootout memorable because it lasted 10 rounds. The 20th shooter, Cam Fowler, finally ended it. What year was that? 2010. So he would be the only player between those two teams that's still on those two teams. Oh, Fowler. well, for sure. We don't yeah. even need to look that up. Because Nugent Hopkins came in 11-12. So yeah. they're having and that was an era in which the Ducks they beat always found a way to beat Edmonton. Shoot out whoever you want to do it. Uh, Andrew Murdoch has passed along a note to us. Uh, Santa's day cash total is now up to $176,000. What amazing listeners. Uh, we just want to pass this along. As, uh, and today's uh, toys total pushes it over $220,000. So special thanks to everybody. that, uh, And a special thanks to all the volunteers that helped uh, in, you know, read maybe better for you or down there. Must have been awesome. Oh, it's it's so, so much positive energy and, and happy people and helpful people. It's a great day. All right, there you go. That's all part of Santa's Day on 630 Chad. We'll tell you tomorrow we'll have a full preview of the Oilers game against the Minnesota Wild. We've already had Bill Guerin on the show this year, so we've run uh, the last four games. We've had the general manager from the opposition team on. Uh, but Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton will join us. Every day is game day at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino on 131st Avenue and Fort Road. Full preview coming up tomorrow. Reed Wilkins has got Inside Sports. Special thanks to Kellen Kennedy and Brendan Escott. Off to a Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Colbert.